What has two eyes, sharp teeth, and an acute interest in the back of your head? The thing standing right behind you. The hide behind is a monster born of the innate human instinct to fear what is just out of sight. Now, the fear of the unknown has been explored to death, honestly, till death. We all fear it, which is why it is easy to exploit. I say this because I have designed monsters, creatures, things meant to exploit you. They are meant to scratch the back of your mind, make you wonder if they really are and hope that they are not real. That being said, this is a work of fiction. Names, characters, businesses, events, and incidents are the products of the creator's imagination. Any resemblance to actual persons, living or dead, or actual events is purely coincidental. If that's the kind of thing that puts you to bed at night. Hello Nirvana! My name is Jack Mercer, bringing some updates directly to you. First of all comes a note from our very own director of waste disposal, Gank Green. Please stop raiding the dump in the middle of the night. We've considered hiring armed security to keep people's hands out of the town's garbage, but the fact that that is even being considered with our budgetary constraints is an outrage. Thank you, Gank, and on behalf of the rest of our fair town, I hope your looting problem gets resolved. In other news, I would like to ask the townspeople to look out for some missing property. An anonymous citizen has reported the missing book, Bardo Thodol. If found, you may deposit the book through the slot found in the front door of the radio station. Any attempts to enter the station are strictly prohibited and will be met with serious force. Lacking any further updates, I will cut the broadcast here. Farewell, Nirvana, and I will catch you next time. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Imaginots Lazarus. Today, we're going to be venturing into the unknown. Well, actually, the very known and the very covered. I'm here joined by my two uh, co-conspirators. Who are you guys and who do you play? Uh, hey, I'm Artie, and I play uh, Digby. Or Digby Bush. <laughs> That's... <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. That's the guy. That's, That's the, the guy. guy. His name. It, it, said, Bush. it sounds so silly to say his name out loud. Our artist has gone on record saying that you have a kick-ass uh, character name, Artie. So <laughs> don't right. feel don't feel bad about it. Uh, Bella? Uh, hi, my name is Mary, and I play Bella Roberts. Oh, shit. 
Digby, you are sitting, crafting. What do you have? What tools? Tools. Um, well, I've... Digby has a blowtorch. A welder. A welder? Digby with a welding mask is kind of a sick, sick (laughs) visual. So this workshop, what would you say it kind of looks like? What, what, What do you have in there? It's very well kept. Everything is in the exact place that Digby would like it to be. It's got a homey vibe. It, there's wood. The, yeah, he's got like a a workshop, like a whole counter along a wall, the one of the walls, and then he's got like a center island for bigger projects. It's kind of like a kitchen, but for building things. If you if you if you can imagine it, it's like I, I, that's how it that's how I'd put it. So you have your tools sprawled out and about, all of your parts. Um, you kind of have a canister of propane sitting in one end. Um, all of the tubes connected up. You're currently welding everything together. Everything seems to be going good. Uh, there's one or two parts missing. It's currently 11.30, and your masterpiece is almost complete. One or two parts isn't gonna hurt, hopefully. Yeah. Well, you you, you have them, you just need to uh, attach them. Ah, okay. Uh, and Barkin comes in, and he just sort of knocks on the door. Hello? Hey, Digby, uh, how are you doing, man? Uh, busy. Fine. Working on a little, uh, project here. It's almost finished. It's, I think it's, it's gonna help a lot with what we need to do. I've, uh, yeah! I've, I've spent a lot, a long time gathering what I need for this. Uh, and honestly, I'm not sure if I've put this together well, but I have faith. You know? Digby, I um I need to ask you something. Ask away. We we don't really know anything about that Mary girl, do we? <clears throat> well, uh of, of course we do. We we know we know plenty of things. Uh uh her dad's a cop. Yeah. Um some great info right there. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, they uh, they're in school. Yeah. Um, and they're annoying but, sometimes. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Very uh, annoying, but uh, I think I think we know plenty. Or is there a reason you want to know more? What powers? I I just I just. Why wouldn't we want to know more about somebody who can make people bleed out of their eyeballs or, I don't know, summon dark powers at a, at a whim? Barkin, you have a point. You do have a point, but I'm really not sure if... I've I've thought about this, but... I feel like Mary isn't going to respond well by if we just walk right up and ask about them. 
I, I, I admit I'm interested, but we have, I, I, <laughs> I think we have more pressing problems at hand. We can aim to understand after all this is over, in my opinion. I just, call it, call it deja vu. Okay. But I get a real bad vibe off of, off of all of this. But well, I don't know. If, I if, don't know. If you insist, we, I, I wouldn't mind. I don't know. What do you call it? An intervention? No, not an intervention. I just, just want you to keep an extra eye on her. And I'm not oh. gonna be boots on the ground on this one. I'm a, I'm a broken old man. I can barely walk as is. I can hobble. I'm sorry to hear that. But I can't run. Well, and, uh, uh, I can take yeah. notes uh, just fine, so I, I'm willing to to do that. Well, of course you can take notes. I just, if something happens, I need, I need you to promise me that you're gonna be willing to stop it. I, uh, hopefully it won't come to that. I think Mary's got plenty of control. Um, but if it does, yes, I, I, I promise. Good. Alright. Sorry, I just, that's been, it's been bugging me all day. I had a no problem. weird, glad to... had a weird dream last night. And... Really? So did yeah. I. It's kind of the reason I'm putting this whole thing together, actually. Uh, I, I dreamt about what we're planning to do. Yeah, you know what? Weird enough, me too. Hmm. Yeah, just, uh, that thing, it can't, it, it can't get away, because if it, if it gets away, if, if something fails, if this doesn't go through, then we're we won't let that happen. I sh- just have have faith in us. Or in us, all right. We can get it done. Thank you, Digby, and uh, just before we before we do the planning phase, I want you to know that uh, you are a good man. You are a capable man, and. Uh, this place is more more yours than it is mine at this point. So, well, thank you. Yeah, make a make sure you use it to the best of your ability. I will, of course. And uh, he kind of kind of walks out, closes the door. Um, as you get back to welding the final parts in. Mary, so you are back at the library. Uh, you will, you like jolt with a start. You just saw everything that we talked about at the end of last session. Mm -hmm. Um... And you can feel your phone vibrating. You set a reminder. It's uh, it's twelve o'clock. It's time to meet. Oh shit! Fuck shit! Fuck fuck shit! Okay, all right. Uh, she grabs the book of. Is she 
the librarian didn't take the book of death at the end, right? No, no, no. You you had it. You've got yeah, it. Yeah, I grab it and I start heading for the door. Uh, you make it out just fine. Are you heading right back to the bunker? Yes. Okay. Um on your way there, you actually hear sirens. Um, police sirens coming from behind you. <laughs> this is this is good happy Mary. So she's just walking and she goes in her head she goes, Gee, I hope I hope everyone's okay. She says a little prayer. <laughs> For all the people that might be involved in whatever's happening. <laughs> it just keeps going. Oh, boy. Um, The car sort of pulls up beside you, slows down, and eventually stops. Um, And you see a woman walk out. She's wearing uh, sunglasses and shoulder-length uh, blonde hair. This is Alexia Matthews. Um your father's partner oh hey miss matthews how are you mary uh what are you what are you nobody has seen you in days what i I, no no i what you're just walking around uh yes I mean, I went to school yesterday. Is this because I got detention? Because really, it's not that bad. Mary, your father is is worried sick about you. Why? Are you are you okay? Is everything fine? The last time I saw you, you were tearing out of town in... Mary, get in the car. Uh... Well, okay, I would, but I have a study group that's happening now, and I'm late. Uh, So can I just give my dad a text or something, and I'll see you later? Um, roll manipulate someone. That's a, that's a mixed success. Um, let's see. So, here's what you're going to get for a mixed success. Um... She will say, Mary, you can text your dad, but if I don't, if he doesn't see you today, if, if I, if I hear that you didn't, like, go and see him by tomorrow morning, I am going, I, like, I will find you and I am going to bring you back because you... Listen, I am I am doing what whatever you have going on. I don't know if there's a substance involved or what? If if you're in trouble, but I I I I will give you your space. Do whatever you need to. Text your dad. I'm not going to I'm not going to arrest you right now. But if you don't he is worried out of his mind. I, look, I don't know why he's worried. Um, but your feelings are valid. She does, like, little prayer hands. Your feelings are valid. Um, you know I love you, and you know I love my dad. But he can get a bit worried sometimes. And I'm not gonna say irrationally, because that's not really fair. Uh, but 
I'm okay. I was here yesterday. Maybe he left for work early and missed me. Uh, but I will see him. Uh, and she looks down at her phone. Uh, within like 24 hours. I think that, yep, I will be here in the next 24 hours. You better be. Get your shit together, okay? Get my shit together? It was one it... bad day in math. Okay, okay, yep, yep, yes, ma'am, I will. Okay, whatever. See ya. She gets back in her car and drives away. Jesus. Sirens off. Alright, and then you... Go on back. Um and you knock on the bunker door, it opens on up, you go down the hatch. And there you guys are. All together again. Uh Artie Digby has finished preparing okay. his his masterpiece at this point. Oh. Mary. Glad to see hey. you back on time. I'm sorry, I'm a couple minutes late. I ran into uh, a friend of my dad's, but I did, you did tell not them anything? get arrested. Hmm? Did you tell them anything? Nope. About what we're doing? Okay. Alright, just making sure. Uh, nice. Well, I don't know what you two have been doing, but me, personally. Uh, I've put together this uh, flamethrower here. I think it might uh, help us... You know, do the thing. Get rid of the Wendigo. It's ingenious. If if I were to if I were to toot my own horn here. Okay. Uh. I was expecting that, more of a reaction. I mean, oh. uh, yeah, it's a it's a flamethrower. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you put together a flamethrower. Uh, yeah, I, I did. All me. Mm-hmm. No help whatsoever. I mean, whatsoever. if I'm if I'm looking at the <coughs> I'm looking at this thing, if I'm looking at this Shut thing up. and I'm looking at the specs on it, that is about I, like if I were to use some basic nonsense, uh, not grounded in reality in any sort of way, uh, way to measure it, that looks like it does about like oh, it's what would be equivalent to three harm. And then a reoccurring yes, harm every single time if the thing catches fire. Ooh. And then Barkin slowly turns and looks at the camera. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. Three harm. <laughs> yeah, I just uh, uh, yeah. Sorry, glitched out for a second. Don't know what I was saying. Uh, yeah, I don't. I'm not sure what harm is. You mean I'm gonna hurt it? I think that yeah, yeah. that's the idea. Yeah, that's uh -huh. it. Uh Why and if three? you were to kick some ass with that thing, I it looks like it could kick some ass. You know, there are helplines for mm -hmm. what you're talking about, Barkin. Alright, shut up. I think Mary. it's just okay. slang. Or I don't know. Cultural differences. You get it. We're not <laughs> from around here. Differences. Yeah, fair. Yeah, uh, but we're here. We need to put together a plan right now. Um, right. What's the what's the plan of attack? Well, remind me. It 
it go, it leaves its home or whatever you call it in at dusk, correct? Yeah. So, um it usually hunts during sundown and then returns and does its dark work during the night. Uh what I have sort of thought of is maybe it it takes the night to sort of do whatever it's doing down there and then in the morning you can see it sort of skulking around again using uh satellite camera footage so yeah our time to strike we we can we have three options we can either get it while it's out hunting before it does its thing we could try and trap it afterwards on the way to bring it back uh or or and this is a big or we could wait until the morning maybe but that seems like our worst option i think that would be our worst option as well yeah yeah i kind of my have opinion a curfew you have a curfew ah loose loose but okay. Don't worry about it. Mary, Whatever. this thing could kill people. You're... No, 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 no. I'm just saying, preferably not tomorrow morning. Because if I'm out fighting it that tomorrow morning, I there is a high likelihood that I'm going to get arrested. Maybe. Okay, that's a lot to unpack. I. So, like, maybe tonight would be a good okay. one? I sure. I'd say as early as possible before yeah. I'd say we should catch it as it's first leaving. Yeah. Keeping it's uh keeping in mind the fact that we need to keep this away from the town and the town's folk as much as possible. Correct. Uh probably cornering it in the quarry as it's leaving is the best best idea. Okay. Uh should we go like scout this thing out, like, determine a place to attack. We need all the advantages we can get here. Yeah, scouting scouting will be hard, uh, because if we, if we make too much noise, it's gonna, it's, it's gonna come for us. Well, if, if we alert it to the fact that we're there, it'll, then we don't make noise. Okay, alright. If we can... We're not gonna head straight into its territory. We can just look around the outskirts, see if we can spot any locations in the quarry that we can get to jump on it, you know? Yeah. If you head through the woods, um, head through the Nirvana woods, uh, you can come up on a little clearing. Um, okay. Where you should be able to look down with, like, a pair of binoculars. Once we find our spot up there, you think we should just camp out until it's time to go get them? Or... I mean, logistically, we could find some way to go down and set a trap. And if you could maybe go down there, scout it out, look for a good way, formulate an exact plan, go down, set up the trap, we should be able to get all that done before sundown. 
we could maybe hook the flamethrower up to some sort of wiring system, maybe drop a big rock on its head, do something. How much how much propane does that thing have anyway? A lot. That's what I'd say. <laughs> I, well, actually, so much it's, propane. It's a good amount, but it's obviously not going to last forever. Yeah, and it also doesn't look the most portable. So if we could find some way to strap it up to a mechanism, maybe, and this is what I was thinking, um, if, and the way that the cave is sort of situated is there's a big ledge over top of it, and then sort of like you can't, if you were coming out of the cave, if you're coming out of the mining tunnels, uh, you would not be able to see what was directly to the left or right of the mouth of the cave. So if we hook the flamethrower up to one of those sides and then dropped like a bucket of bucket of oil or maybe like gasoline on top of it, we could even bolster the effect further. Interesting. Maybe yeah. is there like it, well if we, if one of us could be positioned above the cave where it 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 may leave, we can drop the oil and have the flamethrower on those blind those blind spots you were mentioning yeah i mean that that works uh still i'd like to go to the location and see the location for myself to i, I want to visualize the plan all right uh well if you guys want to head out there um i will start uh there's an old car depot um i heard that they were decommissioning some, so I'm going to see if they have any extra gasoline in the tanks. Siphon that out. See if we can't store that up. I'll tell you how much I get time you guys get back. Uh, Good luck with your scouting. Thank you. Sounds like a plan. Thanks, Barkin. Alright, and then you guys break. Okay. Okay. So, um, as you guys are walking through the street, uh, Mary, you get weird flashes, weird memories of this being very familiar to you. Ah. Um, this whole entire day has felt like a trip. Um, back, back, but like different. It feels like you're getting you're you're getting memories, but memories that are not yours. Memories that technically belong to somebody else, but they feel very familiar. They situate very comfortably in your head. Digby, have you been getting deja vu like all day? Well, Mary, it it's it's like deja vu. Well, Mary, we've kind of, like, had this experience before. I... Don't you, don't you remember uh... the quarry, the whole fight with the one... We, we've done this before. I, I mean, Do I... Do you not... Re I believe you. I, I don't fully okay. remember any of it. It's a start. Listen, what I'm thinking... Do we have to set it on fire? It's... I Look, I... 
I had a dream about what we were doing, what we were going to be doing today, and it just, it seems like the best option. I feel like it was important somehow. The Wendigo isn't an it, or, uh, I mean, I guess it is a monster, but... What's, what's your point? She was someone else before. I had this weird okay. vision in the library. Don't worry about it. Uh, d she went into the quarry looking for her dad, and an accident happened. And he was dead, and everyone else died, and she got turned into this monster. Uh, and yeah, she's killing people, and killing people is bad, like, pro tip, but but she's trying to put her dad back together. I don't know. I, I feel bad about just, like... Mary, I understand that you feel bad, but this is a matter of... I, I, I don't know how to explain it. We can't just let your you feeling bad prevent us from stopping the deaths of, like, hundreds of people. No, 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 I know. Mary, when he says that, you, like, something resonates in your mind. Like, like that, that clicked something. It, it clicked a memory. And you can't, you can feel the sensation of it, of you starting to remember. But it's one of those things that your mind is trying to reject. So it feels, it feels painful. Like a like a flash of something. What's the memory? Yeah. <laughs> okay. You you start to uh, you start to panic. Start to hyperventilate. Uh, you all right? Um um yeah, yes I'm I'm okay. Duh. Um, just look. We're not going to be Digby, doing anything fine. intense okay? right now. I'm yeah, fucking we're... fine. Breathe. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're, we're taking just we're taking a walk. Just breathe. in the woods. <laughs> yeah, in the woods. Mary, as you look around, these woods seem familiar. You feel a you feel a hand on your shoulder. Ah, shit. A long, bony sharp hand. You look around, there's nothing there. Mary, you're looking a little jumpy. <laughs> you uh Shut up, Digby. How about how about Are are you still up for this scouting thing? Yes, yes, I can Yes, I'm fine. I'm fine. It's fine. Mary, are you gonna be able to control yourself if we fight this thing? And she kind of takes a second to compose herself. And she goes, yes! It'll be fine. I have a whole dictionary for how to figure out how to do this right here. And she pulls out the Book of Death. See? It's... Another it's, book? Don't worry about it. Well, do worry about it. I don't know. Digby wouldn't recognize that, right, Quinzen? Uh, you would recognize its counterpart. 
the book of life, the one that you found in the um in the study. Yeah. So it looks very familiar. Uh this this book, I never really described it. Um but it's it's cover um it's adorned with bones on the skull uh that has this bleeding knife in its mouth. Um and the lettering is sort of this like black scratched runic um writing. Uh the book that you found was very light. It was it had a white cover um with these grayish angel wings that sprouted from the text um that you read. Uh all right, Mary. Um, I I I trust you. That book looks important. Um, mm-hmm. but you, I just want to reiterate. You do recognize that this is something we need to prevent. Like the the sob story or whatever came to you in a dream. This, it's nothing we can do much about. Yep, I I totally get it. Okay. And you guys are there. This clearing at the end of the woods, um, that's kind of small. Um, it's just a little divot, uh, and it leads directly down into the quarry. Um, just one it's, straight It's this path. cliff. Uh, if you guys were to, like, roll down, um... If if you fell down, it's it's a slope, okay. but it's a sharp slope. Yeah. So there's no way to like walk. If you slid, maybe, but that even that would be risky. Okay. Um, and very far away on the opposite end of the quarry. Uh, to describe how this quarry looks, um, it hasn't been used in a while. Uh, some people have tried to go down there there's graffiti all over the place uh but the basic layout is this uh tri-tier quarry um each each layer looks like it was mined out one by one very blocky in um in its structure uh and there is this wooden like stairway that leads down kind of like you'd find on like a hike um, oh okay. Not not exactly the best constructed but like that sort of rickety yeah. uh wooden vibe. Yeah, but it goes all the way down to that um cave entrance. Uh you can see the boulders blasted apart um and sort of like the dried blood staining the bottom. Um the stairways on the opposite side leading in from the desert. You guys are on sort of like, maybe maybe there's some stuff underneath you, but you, you wouldn't be able to tell since you are sitting on a cliff edge. Okay. Yeah. Um, Can we see the cave anywhere? Yeah, it's it's directly across. Okay. Um. Okay. Um. Huh. I guess like there's nothing. I, I could you walk around that area then. Just check it out, see where like a good angle to drop something from could be, or like which side of the cave we want to position the flamethrower on. 
Like, is there any like closer look we can take? Yeah, I mean, if you want to go, um, it's a bit of a walk because you'd have to walk around, or you could drop down. Um, oh, right, because we're on the other side. Yeah. Yeah. That might be a little dangerous because, like, yeah, we want to be quiet because I don't. Uh, hmm. I don't know. I. Bella, would Mary have an opinion? Well, I have an idea of how to distract it, like, once it leaves the cave to go do its thing, how to get it heading headed back towards the cave entrance so you guys could do something. Possibly. I could break something that is precious or important to it. Do I have to have a certain proximity to the thing, Quentin? So what are you trying to use right so, now? Not right now, but if when the time comes, if I was standing over where we're standing, and I use yep. Hex to break something precious, which I'm assuming is, like, the Frankenstein's monster of a father that the Wendigo is trying to build, if I break it, could I do that from here with magic? You'd have to go inside and find it. Well, I, I could do that. Yeah, I mean, if you did that, and as it's heading you back technically in, could. You guys could. Wham, bam. Thank you, ma'am. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, yeah. I mean, technically, yes. You definitely could. But that was... The, I, I, that's not the thing. I just saw it on my character sheet, and I was like, aha! I mean, if you'd like to... That is definitely an option. That is all I will say. Okay. What about you, Artie? Eric Digby? What? <laughs> uh, I really do think our best shot would be surprising it right as it leaves the cave. I... After that, I, I, we really need a concrete plan. It, we can't let it just be everyone for themselves after we get the jump on it. I'm really not sure. I'm thinking about it. Alright, thinking done. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I I still don't know. <laughs> um, I mean, if you torch it while it's surprised, I could run back to the entrance and try and do something. Like magic what? it? I don't know. Uh, magic it. Okay. Genius, um, genius plan. Yes. And I have a gun. <sighs> Mary has a gun. You. W oh right. <laughs> oh. oh, don't remind me. No, no, okay. it's right here. And she pulls it out of her back pocket. Do not point that at me, Mary. Act under pressure, the safety's off. I used your fancy... Oh, damn it! How? How did I get two sevens in a row? <laughs> That's not fair. Okay. Digby um... Duck. Run away. <laughs> so here's here's what I'll oh say. Um you pull the gun out and 
like as you pull it out, your finger hits the trigger. Um and this is a mixed success. Oh, shit. Uh so you fire up instead of at. Uh and you can see a couple like crows fly off of the trees. Oh, I love Mary, crows. what what are you do <sighs> You could have killed me. I wouldn't I wouldn't have killed you. Mary? Yes. Slowly put the gun away. Okay, okay. She puts it in her pocket. I don't feel comfortable here anymore. That was way too loud. I don't want to get any closer, and I don't think we can. Yeah, Artie, would you still be looking at the core? I Digby would be more concerned with anything that might be looking at us, seeing as that how loud that was. Mary, I think we need to go back. Okay. But I think we we have a plan. If Barkin asks, a, we a should semblance say, of one. If Barkin it's... asks, we should say that we have a concrete plan. Sure. We need let's let's just go. Okay, okay. God, who peed in your Cheerios? What? What? Anyway. Uh, okay. All right, and uh, you guys leave? <laughs> yeah. Okay, uh, and you abscond away. And um, let's just say for flavor, one of you guys look over your shoulders as you're leaving, running away. I'll do it. You can see, yeah, Mary, you look over your shoulder as you run away. You can see a hand sort of climb up the cliffside. Oh, sh- fuck, shit, fuck. But then slowly descend back as it realizes there's no one there. It was a good it was a good idea to get out of there is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, where do you guys want to go next? I think is Barkin mentioned the oil plan, so I I think Digby wants to look for something that we can use to drop oil on the Wendigo. Like a big bucket or something. Maybe that's um, at the bunker or somewhere else we can f- find. A big bucket. If there was only some place that had, like, goods and and or ah. general things <laughs> that you could find, like, a, like things and... I wonder where you'd go for Alright, okay, okay. Maybe, like, maybe, like, the bank. Um... We can go back to the library I again. Can barely uh, <laughs> read the math. Hold on. It's I'm sorry. I went more the, for an artistic flair. The... If you so if you open it up in a new tab and then uh-huh. like new tab, yeah, okay. It's it's definitely more like readable. Oh, I you see. Zoom in on it. Okay. Uh, it's not berries. Uh, Saint Mary's Golden Goods. It's a grocery store. I'm assuming. But he said it had goods. It's a general goods store. Oh, okay. It's pretty much the one-stop shop. There's not another, like... This is this is like if Target was the only store in a small <laughs> town. Okay. Yeah. Mary, I'm... I'm going to the Golden Goods store. It's, I, I need 
to grab a bucket for our plan. Yeah, yeah, that's um, totally cool. I'm. You you said that you might be arrested, right? I'm, if you have a curfew. There's like a slight warrant out for my arrest, but that's not really a big deal. It's probably maybe my you dad's shouldn't just... go back into town then. Yeah, I was. I should probably say hi. I guess. What say hi to my dad? Uh, seeing as that... he's the one who probably threatened the arrest in the first Mary, place. Mary, what? If you go say hi to your dad, is are you going to be back? Yeah. For us to execute the put. Yes. Mm. I love my dad. My dad loves me. He trusts me. I. Clearly, you don't know me. I have a great relationship with my father. Mary, I I really do not think it is a good idea for you to go back into town. You just said I should. What? I, Mary. I will be. Hey. Do you need your ears cleaned? Like, trust me. You have a war. You said you have a warrant. It's casual. It's my dad. He's a really funny guy. Have you met him yet? Yes, I have. Okay, and cool. if I know anything about parenting, he's not going to let you go back. Well, you clearly don't know my dad. I'm going to stop in, let him know I'm okay, and then leave. Mary, it, this is not a good idea. I think I'm hearing you say it's a good idea. Well, you're hearing wrong. I think, I think I'm hearing... Let's go do it. It'll be so much fun. I d- <laughs> if you don't hear back from me, and let's say 45 minutes, then you'll know something's up. And what do I do? Uh, if, if that is the case. Then I'm probably on house arrest, and I can just leave. <sighs> and here, and she just gives him her home address. Just like throw rocks at my window or something. It's fine. Fine. I, I see I'm getting nowhere with this. All right. I'll be there to throw your wa- rocks at your window or whatever. It'll be fine. You won't have to, because this will be quick. Go get your bucket, or whatever. Okay. Digby leaves to... Uh, I'll uncertainly go grab the bucket. All right. So you head uh, there, and Mary, you're heading... To the police station. Like a, like a smart person. Should uh, I not? I don't have to. No, 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 no. This is very good. This is very good for my purposes. Um, <laughs> I saw you rolling for my dark dice. Agenda. <laughs> no, because you said 45, and I... It sounded like four d five, and so I rolled. I rolled four d five. So you have ten. I don't. No, I don't. Um, (laughs) um, yeah, but no. Um, let's see. Yeah, we've spent a lot of time with Digby this episode. Uh, Mary, you go to the police station. Okay. You are outside of the police station. Uh, what do you, what do you do? Oh, she just walks in, says hi to the receptionist, and goes to her dad's cubicle. Okay. So when you walk in and say hi to the receptionist, there, there's a man sitting at reception, um, who sort of looks at you 
and then looks back at like a poster on the wall with your face on it and then looks back at you and like a little bit of donut falls out of his mouth. Well, that's the furthest this joke has ever gone. It just keeps going. And as you walk through, everyone is staring at you. Jesus, it's like someone died in here. And your father is sitting at his desk. You can see empty bottles sitting around. He has a corkboard behind him um, with a list of suspects. Um, and he's he's looking up a bunch of like he has a bunch of contacts listed on a sheet of paper and he seems to be mid call and he makes eye contact with you you can see his bloodshot eyes hey dad is is everything okay mary yeah. Where in the hell have you been? Would you believe me if I said at a study group? It has been days. Everyone has been saying that, but I, I don't know what they're talking about. Don't bullshit I'm not, me. Dad. Why are you why are you being like that? Like why? What you are you are never you Usually by this point you'd have told me to fuck off by now. What is going on? Why are you acting like this? I, I am not the one being weird. Everyone has been weird all day. Mary? What? You are, you are going to go home. And you are going to stay there. And I'm going to send somebody with you. And you are not going to leave until you sorted your shit out. (laughs) There's no shit to sort out. I'm fine. Look, I'm okay. I don't believe you. Why? I don't owe that to you. You know, Dad. And he, uh, buzz, he sort of presses a button on his um on his phone and like the intercom speaker buzzes on and he starts talking into it you know dakota's dead right maybe instead of worrying about me you should be fucking opening your eyes who in the hell are you talking about he came in here and visited you I guess, days ago now? No, there was a man 
by the name of Digby Bush who came in and did that. You, you really don't know who I'm talking about. No, Mary. Okay. No. I don't. You're going home, and you're gonna... Oh! God damn it! If Mom was here, she wouldn't fucking let you talk to me like this. Don't you fucking talk about your mother! Why? Because if she was here, she'd be so disappointed in you, I'm not even gonna finish that thought. You... And he start. you can see tears starting to fall from his eyes rapidly. Um, as he just, like, all of the muscles in his body, like, relax. He has been so tense this whole entire time. Um, and all of the muscles in his body relax as he, as he just passes out. Dad. Uh- Um, and you hear footsteps behind you as, uh, Miss Matthews grabs your arm. She says, Mary, come on, we're going to your, going to your house. Okay. Um, and she sort of leads you into the car. And, uh, on the way there, she talks with the reception guy and she's kind of like, make sure that he... Like make get get somebody on that. He needs to he needs to clean himself off. He needs to get his shit in gear. This is inappropriate. And um, he says yeah, and um, he starts calling somebody. Um, she she kind of seats you in the back of the car. Um, and drives you home. Uh, hey, before, before we get to my neighborhood, um, we ran out of a couple things at the store. Can I, can we stop at the store so I don't, like, starve until my dad gets home? Mary, I know for a fact that you don't know what you have in your house. Because you haven't been there. For six Jesus, days. Everyone has been saying that. Can we please just stop at the store? Do you no. really believe that my dad has been restocking the fridge? Manipulate someone. I'm sorry. <laughs> that line by itself was so funny to me. What line? Yep. Do you really believe my dad was restocking the fridge? <laughs> and like Is genuinely, that... that's a good that's a good line. That was a yeah, good one. Great, but... I wasn't even gonna give you a manipulate someone opportunity. Damn but... it! Ooh. Yeah, well it's not a it's not a it failure. It would have been better if I didn't have such a shitty charm. Yeah. Um Mary, yeah. I okay. Here's what I'll here's what I'll settle for. I'm gonna get you home and then I will run out for groceries. And if if you don't if you're not there when I come back, I I don't know what I'm gonna do. I don't know what I'm gonna tell your dad. Listen, I, I I have been running this whole entire thing by myself. There there have been murders. There's been a massive 
scare going on. I have had to do all of this by myself because your dad has been completely out of commission since you left. I'm so sorry. Everything's going to be okay, though. It's, it's you don't, I do. You don't I know do. that. No. No, you don't. You don't know the first thing about it. You've never cared about your yes, dad. I... And uh, as you pull up into the driveway. I love my dad, okay? Then get out of the car and stay at home. Then prove it. Okay. Um, and you get out, and she pulls away, starts heading for St. Mary's Golden Groceries. As we jump cut <laughs> to Digby Bush, shopping cart full, what have you got so far, bud? Shopping cart full. Ooh. He's on a shopping spree. Yeah. Um, Digby has got a roll of, um, duct tape. Roll of duct tape? Um, he has got a, let's see, he's got a big plastic pail that's about able to hold several gallons of liquid. Takes up a good amount of the cart. Uh, he's bought crackers. Uh, <laughs> the salty kind. And what else? Uh, he he has a he's bought another first aid kit. And let's see. Hmm. I'm thinking here. Uh, he's bought an extra extra pair of binoculars. And, so, yeah. Speaking cool. of the first aid kit, I will um I'll say that the rule for the first aid kits these are you are able to equip yourselves with these. Oh, um, okay. And it scales, so harm is supposed to be, like, you're not really supposed to be able to heal it a bunch. I um, was thinking, I didn't, I wasn't really planning to use that, like, in, I, I, I was just trying to fill the cart. <laughs> no, 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 yeah, yeah, but, um, I will let you guys have these, since you guys are important characters. So, it's okay. gonna work in increments of 30 minutes. Um, so, you're able to heal a max harm of 3, given... Um, one hour and thirty minutes of time spent. Okay. With the kit. Yeah. Nice. Um, I'm writing this down. So just mechanically, that's how a med kit would work. Okay. Yeah. Um. Uh, and hmm. as I guess Digby's checking out. Yeah. Yeah, as you check out, um, this girl at the cash register, uh, 
So your change is going to be 42 cents. And she picks right. this plastic grabber up off of the ground <laughs> and grabs it out of the register. And she goes, I hope you have a great rest of your day, sir. Same uh, same to you, ma'am. Thank you. I, I'm too I'm too young to be called ma'am, sir. She blows okay. a bubble. <laughs> uh sorry. Yeah. <laughs> kind of a sensitive subject. Digby rolls his eyes and grabs his stuff. She rolls her eyes a little bit better than you. <laughs> okay. Oh damn. This is a challenge sport for me. I can Bigby is about to do the most extreme eye roll he's ever done in his life. Okay. Right. Roll, uh, cool. <laughs> roll kick some ass. <laughs> all right. All right. Uh, no, 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 no. Roll cool. Roll cool. Eight. All right. Oh, fuck. Um, Digby, mm-hmm. you fucking roll your eyes so hard that you roll and then you roll again. The double? The double. <laughs> and then, once you've done the double, your left eye and your right eye roll in different directions. Oh, oh no. Shit. And then, like, she is, she is so surprised by this extreme display of eye-rolling potential. Um... That she sort of stumbles back. And she says, Impressive. I, and I, uh... you can see like a bead of sweat form on her forehead <laughs> as she goes to roll her eyes. Uh, but her left eye blinks. And she goes, She, like, she very loudly, like, she's been speaking in a very monotone, like, quiet voice this whole entire time. Yeah. And she blinks and she goes, Damn it! <laughs> oh. Uh, sorry about that's, sorry. You about must be that. uh pretty passionate about eye rolling. Eye rolling. Um, eye <laughs> rolling. And you can see you can see a tear start to form in her left her left eye. Uh, I've been defeated. Twenty percent off shop credit, and she hands you a she hands you a card. Nice. You can use this. You are a member T. You are a member loyal loyalty member now. Gold card. You have the gold platinum card. I don't know which one it is. I'm and then she and then she starts walking into the back. I'm I'm done. <laughs> Digby it feels like he's just unintentionally changed the course of someone's life. This is Dude, this is a villain backstory. Yeah. <laughs> no, dude, she's my future girlfriend. What are you talking about? What? I'm not here. Alexia Matthews walks in as you are walking out, Digby. And um she goes You're Digby Bush, right? Uh Yes. Do I do I know you? 
you came by the station a couple of days ago, uh, checked out one of the cadavers, um, ah, ah. the incident. Yes, I, I, I did. Uh, yeah. I've, I've been appointed lead of that case. Um, have you That's... figured anything out? Well... Don't do uh, it, Digby! Don't do it! <laughs> um... Uh, it's, it's an ongoing process. It, I've, to be honest with you, I, this is unlike anything I've ever seen. It's, it's disturbing. I, I'm having a hard time with it, but progress will be made. I can tell you that. Okay, and, I mean, just, do it quick. I, I just... You can and count. she sort of like aims her eyes down at you and like looks at your features a little bit more. Okay. And she was like, "Did you? Did you at any point in the last? I don't know. Um, six days, maybe ride in a like a Firebird, like a car." Uh, like a red Pontiac Firebird. Can't say I have. I uh, drive Sixth a pickup. Sixth generation. Hmm. What is generation? Is that like the line? <laughs> I, okay. I, I don't know much about automobiles. <laughs> she sort of narrows her eyes at you. I feel like I saw you in a car with... um. We we recently uh, found a a um we don't know if it's a kidnapping victim or if she ran away. But the last time I saw her, um, she was absconding uh in a stolen car with two old men, one that looks suspiciously like you. The you see, uh. Uh, I, really I, helping your case. Um, but um, fuck um. He is not. Uh, I, I can tell you for certain that was not me. I, I have. I I look. I I want to keep up up with my good relationship with your department. I would I would never do. Anything as terrible as what you're suggesting. Manipulate somebody. You are telling a lie. This is my worst modifier, so... Let's see. Do you have a minus two? I have a minus one. Oh, Eleven. Minus oh my one. god. Holy shit. <sighs> oh, wow. So you... You technically crit on that, so I'm gonna give you, like, everything... Hey guys, it's post-production editing Quinson here. Uh, apparently, fucking Artie manipulated this NPC so hard, her accent changed. Uh, I didn't notice that I did this in the middle of, of this. I don't know why I gave her a southern accent suddenly. Uh, so just view the rest of this interaction under the assumption that 
she does not have a southern accent. I <laughs> I don't know why uh Artie rolling a dice good um completely short-circuited my brain and made me play a different character for a little bit. Uh but this is technically the same character, just I made a mistake. All right, back to the episode. Oh wow. Okay. She goes all right, I'm I'm sorry. That was that was rude of me. I it was. I'm. Oh, okay. Uh. <laughs> but listen, I understand tensions are high. Uh. Yeah, I haven't really gotten a lot of sleep. Um. If it if it helps if it helps at all. Um. One or one or two of my guys have kind of been uh, reading up on your reading up on your stuff, uh, checking it out of the library. My um, stuff. The, my, uh, my, my books. Your books, yeah. Um, and I, I just really wanna, wanna let you know that, um, your, your fantasy stories have been keeping everybody real grounded. Uh, we've, oh. we've all been kinda doing a little book club. Uh, well, I actually, well, I'm glad to hear that. Uh, I, I'm I'm glad I can lift uh, everyone's mood with that. Yeah, uh, we've been we've been going around telling jokes. Ah, <laughs> you've been taking the stuff so seriously. So it just it just like it really really is great. It's yeah. a great light read. Um, light read. Uh huh. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Some of the stuff in there is so ridiculous. I can't <laughs> get a hearty, hearty chuckle out of it. Oh boy! Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, I, I can't help but want to entertain. You know, my favorite, my favorite part are are like the and she puts her hands up, um, and does quotes marks, notes from the author where you're like, this is my life's work and. <laughs> I hope oh, that yeah. everybody sees this and I, understands that there's something more beyond, and it's like, oh my god. You see, like, I, satire, one of the greatest forms of comedy. Yeah, I agree. One of my one yeah. of my best works. On that, we can uh, we can agree. <laughs> Digby is like trying to hold back himself. Like he's Digby's shaking with rage. Yeah. <laughs> Um. <laughs> yeah. So thank you so much. Um. Uh, thank you so much for that. Thank, and thank you for. I'm just gonna get out of your hair. You do so that. So sorry. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Have a good day. Dude, and he's uh, like she walks into the store. Into the back of their head <laughs> when they're walking. When I walk back into the, into the store, <laughs> <laughs> that was not an easy sacrifice to make. <laughs> His dignity. <laughs> okay. Um. And I I'm not gonna play it out quite yet, but I'm going to ask you guys. Do you meet back at the bar? Yes. Okay. I did leave a note yeah. for my dad at the house, but I... That's gonna... I'm gonna leave that in the episode dramatic ambiguity as he finds <laughs> yeah. it later. Yeah. Uh, but no, I'm um, sprinting through the woods. 
trying to get back to the cabin or the bunker my bad um well i mean it's a it's a bunker under a cabin yeah yeah um so you guys both meet back up underneath uh you guys have given barkin plenty of time he has the full five gallons of um of gasoline um it fits the pail perfectly nice Um, and yeah you guys are you guys are kind of good at this point it is six ish um and it's getting to that point in the year where the sun is starting to set a little early a little bit september yes it is september Early September. It's a fun season. Mm-hmm. Or months. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, my favorite season. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, the, the 12 seasons. Mmm. <laughs> mm. Yes, my favorite season, thirty the 31st. Uh-huh. There's winter, spring, summer, pumpkin spice, September, Thanksgiving, uh, Christmas, then winter again. Yep. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, that's that's right. Mm-hmm. For my sure. favorite month is three o'clock. Oh, I love that. Oh man. Yeah. My fav my favorite my favorite time is Wednesday. I love that we're keeping it light here. This is this is I appreciate this energy. My favorite year was fall. Oh, I think it was uh ninety eight, was it? Yeah. Degrees. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that sounds about fall. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> so we have thoroughly lost the plot here. Yeah. Um, Five gallons of gasoline. We're heading Woo! back to we're already at Barkins. Yeah. Let's uh let's do this thing. I listen, I didn't want to go out on the field, but I guess somebody's gotta be up there to chuck this down on the thing. Are you up um, for it? Yeah, I guess. I just, I just gotta. We can give you a signal, or oh, you'll be able to tell when... when it's time. Yeah. Okay. Um. Just, just words of, just words of general advice. I, uh, I don't know this thing. This thing is uh, big. It is really fast. Got that right. Um, and if we fuck this up, we're gonna fuck it up bad. And yeah. uh, as he says that, he kind of like side eyes Mary a little bit. <laughs> Why are you on my ass, Barkin? Everyone is on my ass today, and I really, really have Mary. this much this much patience, and her fingers are touching. This much. Mary. There some people have reasons to hound you. Some you almost shot me today. No, I didn't. No, I didn't. I didn't shoot you anyone. You didn't, but it was an almost. It was an almost. It was not All an right. almost. An almost would be me grazing the part of your body. I went in the air. And it was on purpose. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> okay. Oh. Barkin gave me the gun. <clears throat> purpose, yep. 
Which was a mistake, by the way. That's not my fault! What? Alright, whatever. We shouldn't argue when we're... We, we need to focus. Agreed. I'm sorry. Alright, well, now that you guys have finished squabbling, let's get to it. Um, is... And... Oh! I guess we could just... Is it gonna be, like, an ordeal, like, dragging the flamethrower over there? Uh, so, yes. Um, the, so the thing is, uh, I've kind of imagined this flamethrower to be, like, pretty hefty. Um, like, this is, this is a big thing, you gotta set it up somewhere. Um, probably some, like, firing mechanism. If you, like, it's an option if you wanted to wear it on your back, but it would, like, severely hinder your maneuverability. Mm -hmm. No way. Like, this thing is not meant to be portable. Um, so that's one of the things, um, of course you guys have the gasoline, um, and also, I mean, anything else you want to bring? The gun. Uh, well, of course you have the gun, Mary. It's just sitting there. Oh, and the book, just in case. And the book. Digby's bringing crackers. What? It's got... Snacks for the hike over there. Do you have trail mix? Oh, that's awesome. No, they're saltines. What the fuck? <laughs> Alright, cool. You're that kind of person, I guess. Digby, not you, are you? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> To be fair. <laughs> I like saltines. Okay. Yeah. And, uh, Barkin, before you guys leave, he goes, Sam, uh, make sure to lock up for me if, uh, if anything comes through, make sure to only unlock the door if you hear the, uh, password, um, chestnuts roasting on an open fire. Barkin, it is way too early for Christmas. It's September. Wrong season. Barkin! Would you not prefer something better? Sam, I I don't I can't I can't with you today. I'm kind of I'm kind of a little bit downtrodden. You see, I uh I don't I can't I can't. May I suggest something a little bit more convenient? Something easier to remember. Chestnuts is a very long word. And it's not very good. How about all I want for Christmas is you? Oh, I love you that song. You fuck yourself, you bitch. No! Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I've had enough. Mary. I've had it. I have no, no way, no how, no never. Too early. But. I'm going to have to agree with Barkin there. But. How about if we want to get back in, we can just say, um, uh, open the door. <laughs> open the door. That, I mean, that's that's pretty self-explanatory. You How about something <laughs> Thanksgiving themed? Gobble, gobble. <laughs> oh, yeah. Gobble, gobble, you geezers and colonizers. Oh I am not How saying about that. that? Now let's do gobble gobble. I like that. 
guess I... Oh. Uh, all right. Okay. And and he goes, all right, Sam, lock it in. Gobble, gobble my nuts. Jesus. No. Uh, he starts to climb up. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Mr. Barkin, that is your cross to bear. <laughs> all right, guys, let's go kill a Wendigo. Hey, guys, welcome back to the mid-roll. Uh, we took a little bit of a holiday break from uploading Lazarus. Uh, it's been about a month since our last uh, episode dropped. Thank you for waiting. Um, we're back in business. Hopefully we'll be able to record a lot more starting uh, the week after I'm recording this mid-roll. Um, and we'll just be able to get back in business. Uh, I have a bunch of individual people to thank. I would like to thank the cast, Artie and Bella, for being awesome, as always. I'd like to thank our um, new character and creature designer, uh, Paluve, for creating such amazing pieces of art. Um, I'd like to thank Riley Tanner for doing our opening uh, monologues and intros. I'd like to thank all of the individual musical artists for, you know creating all of that amazing music i'd like to give a second thank you to bella for creating our map and logo um yeah lots of lots of thank yous uh and now we get into the business part of the mid-roll where i try and sell you uh maybe what is the most amazing thing on the planet uh the imaginots patreon all right now you might be thinking, the Imaginots Patreon, why would I go and subscribe to that? I only like, I only love Lazarus, you know. Shui Schwabich, who are they? And, I mean, there's no other shows to speak of. And then I would say, uh, you are correct about some of those things that you said. And I'm going to change your mind about a couple. Um... The Imaginauts Patreon is broken up into three tiers. Uh, we have the Argonaut, Astronaut, and Imaginaut tiers. These basically give you access to different levels of content. Uh, the initial level, um, Argonaut, uh, gives you access to all of our additional bonus content. It gives you uh, a way to listen to all of the music individually that we post. I do it episode by episode, giving you digital downloads of each one of these tracks. Um, I also put up the design concepts for the art. Um, so all of the finished character and creature designs that you see. Uh, there is a, a bunch of beta versions, line art, um, just sort of flat colors and stuff that I post. Um, along with a bunch of quotes from Paluve on their process of creating the art. So that's a very interesting bonus thing that we do. Uh, as well as that, up and coming, we have a secret project that we've been working on. Uh, maybe a third podcast that we will post only to Patreon subscribers. What it's about, I can't say, because I'm not the one creating it. Um, yeah, so that's a bunch of other things. Uh, eventually, the highest tier patrons will be getting early access to merch. Um, when that comes about, uh, high tier pat patrons get access to DM notes, uh, behind the scenes stuff. Uh, yeah. All right. I would also like to recommend thoroughly that you go and check out It's Shwe at Schwarbich. 
Uh, Chwait Schwarbage is a Batman review podcast done by myself, um, my friends Jack and Will, where we review different pieces of Bat media from a professional perspective, giving our very important opinions on such pieces. Uh, it's a very funny podcast, very witty. Even if you're not a fan of Batman, I'd always suggest that you go and check it out. Um, No, but I'm so glad that you guys are supporting the stories that we are telling here on Lazarus specifically. Uh, if you're listening to this, you've already made it an hour into the podcast, and uh, I would hope that you're willing to spend another hour on this amazing fight. Uh, this is the end of our arc, and we will be doing a little bit of cooldown in between, just sort of some stuff, world building, uh, before we get into our next monster hunt. I think I've taken up enough of your guys' collective time, so uh, I know you want to get back to the content. Thank you very much. So I bet you guys get all the parts um, up out of the thing. Uh, using like a pulley system you got it all in like a cart or something totally so now your first trial how do you get this flamethrower how do you carry it down a flight of stairs didn't Carefully. you put like backpack why wouldn't you put like backpack straps on it so you could just like ghostbusters it ghostbusters it yeah you know how the ghostbusters are with the whole thing on their back and the This thing thing has a full, like, canister full of propane. So, again, heavy. If you were to make it maneuverable, it would severely hinder. It's like walking with... We can just treat it like moving, like, like you're trying to move a couch down some stairs. Like, you just take it slow, uh, two people grab it. And work your way down. Mary, Barkin, uh, any of you want to help me get this downstairs? I'm, I'm kind of, I got, I got a crick in my leg. Ah, I can do it. Grab, grab the other side of this thing. Let's take this slow. Okay. All right, and you guys both get it down. Um, as yeah, you got it ha. set up. All right, mission accomplished. Uh, it's all uh, over now. Yep, that's that's yep. what we need to do. That's it. That's it. Uh, that's uh, this week's episode. Thank you very guy. <laughs> thank you guys very much for coming out. Are we not gonna um, continue? No. Yeah, we're gonna continue. Oh, I was. Okay. <laughs> I like, was that bidding. That was such a lame way to end this episode. <laughs> um, no, I'm now looking at images of comically large backpacks. Anyway, I need to stop. <laughs> <laughs> That's an addiction. That's a sick addiction I've developed. Um, really? No, but halfway down, Barkin gets off and he goes, all right, I'm going to get into position. We have T minus 15 until this whole entire operation goes down. So, uh, I wish you guys the best of luck. Thanks, buddy. Same to you. Alright. And he gets all set up with his pail. With his five-gallon pail of gasoline. 
Mary kind of takes a couple steps off one way, just real quick, and goes, Psst! Paul! <laughs> That's what she's naming the voice in her head today. He doesn't know that. Paul, Paul, hey, I know you know that I'm talking to you. Previously known as Frank. I'm choosing not to acknowledge you, Mary. Well, you've been a little quiet all day. I just want to make sure that when the yes, time comes, Yes, because I want this good. to go smoothly. Right, okay, so we're on the same page. We're, we're good? The last time this happened, you fucked up spectacularly. I don't want to hear about the last time this has happened. In case you haven't been paying attention to the past hour and a half of this episode, Paul... I've kind of, I've kind of had enough, I've kind of had enough of people telling me who I have been and what I'm going to do. I have my head on straight, and I just want to make sure that we're, like, good. No, you don't. Jesus Christ. Whatever. It's good for my purposes, right? It's good for me getting what I want, which is this thing dead. But, I will also say that you have been a selfish little prick. No, I haven't. I have done fucking everything for you, okay? Oh, for me? I wasn't talking about for me. Sure you've done everything for me, because I've presented you with consequences. But the people you've hurt? Your father? I'm doing this to protect him! And everyone else in that fucking town! Yeah, well then you better do it right. Of course I will! Jesus! There is no of course about it! I was gonna have a nice little moment with you. Maybe fist bumps or something. That we could work together. But you had to ruin it, didn't you, Paul? I don't ruin everything. fist bump fuck-ups. We are so close, so we can negotiate moving on post this. But this needs to go right this time. Now let me tell you this. You cannot falter. Because the last time you did, you ended up doing something so horrible that it caused this entire mess. There is a spell in your book called Absolution. It requires you to erase somebody from existence. I morally am opposed to this utilization of your power. 
so I will not tell you what it does, but I will let you know that you used it. Did I use it to get rid of you? Because that sounds real good. You're forgetting, Mary. I'm not a person. I'm the god of your world. Okay, okay, I'm done. I don't negotiate with terrorists, Paul. How about you just let me do my thing, and we can reconvene after it's done? You're the one who called this meeting. Jesus Christ. Because I thought you were going to be cool! What? Why, why would you think that? I don't know, because maybe I was finally doing what you wanted. Kill this thing, and then we can talk. Okay! And she turns and kind of <laughs> fucking marches back to the flamethrower. Are you ready to set this thing on fire? Digby? I'm sorry, can you say it again? You ready to set this thing on fire? <sighs> sure. Yeah, as, as ready as I'll ever be. So much fun. It, it, Mary, take this seriously. I, oh, oh I don't want to hear the words take this seriously out of your mouth. I am doing just fine, and I'm going to do it my way, and it's going to be great. <sighs> just... Try to be cooperative. Of course. So, you guys all get into position. You okay. set up the flamethrower. Um, We're doing this, setting it up quietly as we can. Alright? Yeah. Um, To expedite, I wouldn't say, like, anything. Well, actually, setting up the flamethrower, roll me an act under pressure. Okay. Yeah. Sounds good. Mm. Okay. Holy crap. Whoa. Well, fuck. Unnatural 12. Unnatural 12. Yeah. Alright then. <laughs> you do it. You do it well. You uh, get everything in place. Um, it's in tip top shape, I presume. Tip top shape, yes, of course. <laughs> um. And it's all set up quietly. Where are you guys positioning yourselves? Uh, Barkin's uh, is he's uh, he's already above the cave, is he? Yes. So, um, if you look at the diagram, he's on that first ledge above. Okay. Oh shoot! I forgot. I forgot I had a shotgun back at the base. I don't know if he would have brought that. Um, I mean, if you want to say that you brought your shotgun, that's probably... Yeah, like... even if it wasn't a good idea, I could, if it wasn't logical, I could have used my ability. Anyway. Alright, cool, I'll have that. Um, I'd... Dig, we'd want to... I'd guess... Near the flamethrower... Um, where in a blind spot. Okay. I, I'm not sure exactly where. Maybe on the opposite S side? No. I don't know. Um, so you 
like a good place to be is set up sort of behind the flamethrower so you can like activate it when the time is cool when the time is ripe it would probably be a good idea to have someone do that (laughs) yeah um so you'd be sort of like to the left of the mouth of the cave um just out of eyesight of um like a shallow lookout um what about you mary i'm gonna be next to digby and magic a okay the sun sets in the sky slowly lowers itself down you can hear a shallow breath coming from inside of this cave and um i'll tell you this it's hair raising because you can feel every single labored breath Growing closer and closer until you finally see it stick its head out of the cave. Do either of you signal Barkin? Not. Digby wouldn't yet. The head would just wouldn't be enough for the oil. Mm hmm. Agreed. So it sticks its head out, and you can see it sort of raise its nose up. And uh. sniff a little bit. And you would see it take its hand and sort of attach it to the top of the cave, digging its claws into the stone. The top of the cave, like, mouth? Yeah. Okay. And it would start to scale upwards. Dig me. Uh, uh, he's going to do a little dance and run away now. Uh, <laughs> probably a good time to... Yeah, bleh, whatever. Signal. <laughs> yeah. That one? <laughs> do you want to have Mary do it? Just Sure. Do you, do you want Mary to do it? Kinda. I have a way to do it. Then go for it. I take out my gun. Oh my god. And... Uh, no, I don't want to do that. It's It's made out of metal, right? It's like you said it was gold, right? What was gold? The gun. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And, yes. I, and I kind of put it in... The light, so it's, like, flashing at Barkin. I was going to shoot in the air, but I think that would make things go to shit way faster. Okay. Um. Huh. Let me see, like, logistically. Also, can he not see the Wendigo going towards him? So he is sort of hiding up above on the ledge. Ah. He's not, like, looking down. He was sort of waiting for, like, some sort of signal. So he wouldn't even be able to see what you're trying to show him. Okay, fine. I shoot up in the air. He can hear it. 
Oh, definitely. And as you do that, it comes pouring down the gasoline. It covers the Wendigo. As it, as it sort of cries back, but it doesn't falter. And it keeps climbing. Digby's going to try to reach it with a flamethrower. Is it out of the range? Um, so you would have to aim it upwards? Yeah. Um, but you could try. You'd have to, uh, you'd have to kick some ass with a yeah. minus one. It's not going to reach if Digby waits any longer. I'm going to roll now. Yeah, cool. Take a minus one to that kick some ass. Oh, what are these rolls? Damn. That is insane. What did you get? Oh, holy fucking shit. Of course. Um, okay. So, you instantly, instantly, as soon as this thing is doused in gasoline, you whip into action. You take the thing, you aim it upwards, it's in your sights. You press the button. It shoots out. The flame just erupts from the gun. And you can instantly see this thing catch fire. As it screams out in pain, you can see this goo that oozes out of these wounds and orifices on its skin start to sizzle and burn. Yippee. You have just <laughs> hurt this thing deeply um, as it falls backwards and hits the ground. Okay. What do you want to do now? Digby's pulling out his shotgun. All right, Mary. Take a shot at it. Uh... I want to stand in the mouth of the cave to try and have it not get past that. Okay. And I want to try to use Hex on it. Okay. Uh, Artie, I'll say you can you can do your yeah. thing first. Okay. Just kick some, uh, ass kick some ass. Yikes. No. Okay. Um, there so goes all my thing... luck. Did, does you that take mark an one experience, experience though? Yeah. Yeah. It, it'll tell you at the bottom if you take experience. Okay. Um. It's covered oh, in wait. flames, which you. Spe- Sorry. First... Can I oh, interrupt? What's up? Speaking no, of it. luck, can I use the? In the, on the luck tab, it says "mark luck" to change your roll to twelve. Oh. Uh, w- w- do we? Does that carry over from last session? Yes. So okay. the, uh, your luck will never change. This goes for the entire campaign. I you see. have that amount of luck. Would you? Would you like to do that? I think I would. Okay. Holy shit. I'm gonna check off a third luck box and change that mark roll. Mark your luck. I'm almost halfway to doomed. 
already <laughs> in, in that checklist. All right. But I feel like this is important. So, on a 10+, plus, you can choose one extra effect. Um, what is the harm on your shotgun? Um, it is three. Okay. Um. Well, I mean, assuming that I'm close, that Digby's close enough. You are, you are in range. Um. So you can either gain the advantage uh, and take plus one forward or give plus one forward to another hunter. You can inflict terrible harm, and that's plus one harm. You can suffer less harm, or you can force them where you want them. Um, what is forward again? Uh, so you can basically just take, like, a plus one on your next kicks and mass roll. Okay. Um. Hmm. Seeing as uh, Mary's about to do something, I'm going to give them some forward. Okay. So you nail this thing in the face. Well, do you want to do you want to explain uh, how like you're turning this thing from an abject failure into a success? Digby trips over his own feet and face plants with the gun um like stretched out in front of him he's got his arms in front of him on the ground and is it as you uh trip you fire yeah yeah that's sick that's sick as fuck so you raise your gun up and you trip on a loose rock um but as you fall forward that's actually perfect um as you nail this thing right in its lower jaw um shooting shells uh just like just blast this thing backwards um and as it lands on the ground it looks at you part of its skull like its skull face has been broken um and you can see the secondary face inside the uh image that i have given you guys i guess that is like the current state of this thing huh okay oh yeah yeah i'll just repost that um yeah but you have just i posted it twice that's crazy i know um whoo let me just fix that. And you have... Yeah, you fucking fucked this thing up, and it's on fire. Uh, so you have done a total of six harm to this thing already. Progress. Um, but it rears back as you shoot it, and it brings one of its claws down on you. ruh <laughs> Yeah. You take two okay. harm, um, okay. and it rakes its claws across your chest. Uh, being that it's on fire, uh, your, like, shirt catches fire. Oof, okay. Mary? So, is Digby taking one damage a turn now, until he gets that, that off? 
or puts uh, it out? Yeah, I'd I'd say until like if you let that fire progress and you have like burning clothing yeah. on. Yeah. Well, there's not really turns in this, but yeah, if I if I let it go on. Next time you go to take an action, mm-hmm. you will be on fire. Okay. All right, Mary. She. She stands there and she's kind of watching this happening, and internally she's freaking out. But she just stands there. And. It just. I don't know. Is thinking about all of this shit that this thing has caused everyone. And it makes her really, really fucking mad. And she goes to, to cast Hex on it. Um. Inflict harm. That's an 11. Fucking wow. Thank you, Artie. (laughs) (laughs) On a 10 plus, magic works with that issue. Yeah, you do two harm. Uh, How do you you want to spice this up? I I want it to be the pain or the harm or whatever to be stemming from its chest. Okay. So Mary's hair goes white and her eyes go dark and she starts to levitate a little bit and you can see the wendigo its chest convulses and you can see its left claw goes to its chest as it's overcome by this mania as it starts to claw at its own chest like it feels like there's something trapped inside black ooze starts pouring out as this wound has been created you can see it's still beating heart protruding fun And, um, it looks at you, Mary, and it takes its legs and sort of pushes off the ground and pounces at you. What do you want to do? I want to try and dodge out of the way. Act under pressure. Ah, I got an eight. Mm. It's not a total failure. Yeah. So, what you can tell is you can either let this thing grab you and grapple you, or you can take a large amount of harm. Those are your choices. How large are we talking here? I'm not going to tell you how large. Is that fair? Yeah, that is fair. How many units of harm are we talking here? Uh, (laughs) I'll let it, I'll let it grapple me. Okay. Never a sentence I thought I'd say. So? Well. You let it take you and it like 
throws itself and you down the mouth of the cave. Oh. Like, it uses its momentum to grab you and, like, lunge forward. And you can feel yourself tumbling with this thing going down. Digby, you are still at the mouth of the cave. On fire. On fire. Um. What do you want to do? Digby's going to start rolling around in the sand to put the fire out. Oh my god. Um stop, drop, and roll. I'm not even gonna have you roll for that. That works. Um okay. you are no longer on fire. But it has given the monster more time to start like, yeah. going downwards. Um Digby's gonna shout up to Barkin. Um I'm going into the cave. Uh <laughs> I sorry, that was not good. Uh, Digby's going into the cave. <laughs> I'm going into the cave. Yeah. Uh, I'll be back in I'll a bit. Do you like, want anything? I don't know. Hour or two. <laughs> Any snacks? Yeah, Digby's running into the cave. Mary, we're gonna cut to a different scene. It is you back at your house. You are sitting alone and just sitting at the, uh, island in the kitchen looking around you see that the place is in utter disarray like it's everything has been ripped apart cushions have been thrown off of couches cabinets have been looked through empty bottles everywhere you look what do you do i run upstairs grab a notebook and um a pen and i leave a note for my dad um and i grab a couple pictures of the two of us and just shove them in my pocket for good luck dear dad i don't know what's been going on these past few days i don't know what's been happening in town and if i'm being honest i'm so so scared i've seen things you couldn't imagine hearing things i don't understand i thought things were great between us but evidently they aren't All I want to do is stay home. All I want to do is wait for you to get back and work on my shitty math homework with you. But I can't do that. I love you too much to stay and let the world break down around us. There's something wrong with me, but maybe I can do something right for once. I love you, Dad. I'll be back in the morning and we can figure this out together. P.S. Miss Matthews, if you're seeing this... I'm so, so sorry. As your pen is let up from the paper, and you leave the house. And we cut back to you and this Wendigo tumbling through. You, like, it's a dark, dark cavern. Um, But again, this thing is on fire, so it's illuminated slightly. Um, This thing doesn't have you, like held to its chest but you are tumbling along with it as you both end up at the bottom of this cave you you and it uh it's this it's this massive clearing um and you can see a bit of moonlight shining in 
from the top. A little pinhole. This thing is stunned on the ground for a moment. Enough uh, time for you to get up and collect yourself. Once I get up and maybe get a few feet away from it, can I try to use the sight on it? Yeah. Is that something... Would I be able to talk with it, do you think? I don't think you would be able to talk with it, but you can use the sight on it if you'd like. I may communicate with... So that does it not count as a spirit or magical influence? I guess not. I I will... I'll tell you what happens. Okay, okay. Cool, cool. So when you use the sight on it and your eyes go dark, you you look at it and you can see above its head a... You, you saw the spirit in the library earlier. This sort of bluish flame. It's It's the same thing. The rest of it um becomes nothing this void but you can see its spirit this is wrong the spirit that you saw earlier was consolidated it was it was sort of like a rounded like a will-o'-wisp this has grown exponentially you can see its spirit extends out of every single part of its body you can see it has this sort of multicolored tint to it. This is not a normal human spirit. There is nothing left. Its heart is exposed, right? Yes. Um, I want to take out the gun that Barkin gave and aim for the heart. If I can still keep going. When you deactivate the sight, it is, it is standing. You take out the gun, you look it in the eye. It's a matter of who gets to who first? Kick some ass. Ah, oh, fuck. Oof. Uh-oh. So, Mary, you choke. You know in your mind every single thing, every single reassurance. You know there's nothing left of her in there. But out of the corner of your eye, you see it. This hodgepodge person sealed together by this this black goo you can see it limping it's on the floor on the ground it's convulsing <laughs> moving like a worm not like a human being this disturbing image is enough to distract you as it bolts forward and rakes a claw up your arm and you take one harm and then it grabs your arm with its other claw it hurts there's fire you take another harm but then worst of all it uses its strength to start to bend you can feel the bones in your arm start to pop oh, and creak. Jesus. Jesus. Artie, this is when Dig Digby would arrive. 
Alrighty. You have a moment to stop this from happening. I'm assuming I still have the gun. Yes, you do. Alright. Does Digby have like a clear shot? Or Um You So to survey around you, this is a round chamber. It's it's around I'd say fifty by fifty feet. Uh they are on the further end of this chamber. Looking around you, uh you can see this monster uh sort of Frankenstein being to your left, sort of just convulsing on the ground. Uh but no, you do not have a clear shot with the shotgun. A mixed I'll Did... tell you, a mixed success would not hit this thing. It okay. would need to be Don't a full success. Digby's gonna start running towards it and pull out his um dagger that he has. Uh. Yeah, he's yeah. I guess he'll try to st- stab it so it'll let go of Mary. I think that's the game plan. Roll act under pressure to see how fast you get there. Okay. All right. Oh, damn it! My damn Lord. it! Damn it! Damn it! Damn it! Oh, man. That sucks. Mark an experience. I I think I might just be using up all my luck here. Oh, you know, no. no. Already don't do it. Oh, Already don't God. Do it. Already don't do it. I, no, I, I mean, no, I, I have, have like, plan. several don't spaces do left. Don't do it. I have a plan. Really? I, I, I mean, if you want to, it's your character. I have four spaces to, okay. like, burn. Alright, I'm gonna check out the luck space. Oh my god. Uh, Arthur. Change that role. <laughs> okay. Oh my, god, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. The function of what you have just done is gotten close to it. Uh, so now I'm... You have a clear opportunity to kick some ass. Uh... Which means okay. that a partial or full success would get it would distract it from breaking Mary's arm. However, a failure will still be a failure. Right. Roll to kick some ass. Alright. Digby's gonna use the knife. Okay. Uh Alright, please. Okay. <sighs> <sighs> How does that play out? You jam it into its arm. The arm that is currently bending Mary's. It screams in pain, whimpers. And then... It swings its arm back, and the butt of your knife goes straight into your throat, knocking the wind out oh! of you. Oof. Oh! Incredible. Uh, is, that, is that a point yeah, of harm? Yeah, it's another point of harm. Yeah. Uh, your your uh, knife goes clattering to the floor. It's about ten feet away from you. Mary, I'd say it's your your opportunity to do something. Your arm is still sore, like really sore, but it's not broken. Okay. I had a thought. Okay. 
if I fuck up the Frankenstein's monster over there, that'll be enough to distract it, right? Very much. Okay, then I want to try and cast Hex on... to to break the thing that's precious to them. Okay, use magic. Okay. What the fuck? Oh. Oh god, uh. oh god, oh god. Oh <laughs> shit, damn fuck. I would recommend that you... I'm not going to, because we don't we're... get those back. Yeah, but we're not in a good... This is... We're not in a good situation. Where's How come he's not trying to come help? It's his decision to stay out there or come in. I don't well, know where he Quentin's is. Decision. He's He's a little <laughs> broken man. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Yeah. Please, just like... It's just one. I'm not doing it. Because it does something different for me than it does for you if I use up my luck boxes. <laughs> I don't even know what it does to me, so... No, I have a little but... special thing that it okay. does. I don't want to do that. Cool. Alright. So here's what I'd say. You definitely succeed in trying to break this thing. Except... You tear it in half. Straight down the middle. As these two sides come lumbering towards you. Crawling across the ground. Leaving this oozing black goo in their wake. As they wrap their hands around your ankles. The monster or the Wendigo? The monster. Ah. This goo sort of congealing on the floor. Uh, You can feel it eroding through your, like, shoes. They start to melt. Oh, shit. Mary, I told you not to fuck up. It's not my fucking fault! Goodbye, Mary. Jesus! Artie, would you like to do anything? You could right. shoot the Wendigo. Yeah, Digby's going to pick up the shotgun and do just that. Kick some ass. I, okay. Let's see how many failures we can roll in a row. <laughs> ah! Please. <laughs> Is that like a... This... That's, 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 that's a failure, an object right? failure. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I'm not using more luck. Alright. So, as you fire the shotgun, you hit the monster, and the Wendigo rears back in anger, and it takes you by the throat pins you to the ground and starts to uh, claw at your chest, trying to, like, dig its way inside. Take two harm. Okay. How much harm are you at right now? Um, I am at five. I'm at unstable. Oh, my God! Two away from dying. 
All right. Mary, you can feel this acidic goo. It's about to reach your feet. What do you do? Jesus Christ. Uh, what's going to do better? I try Hex again. Uh, this time directed at the Wendigo. Okay. Because I have a feeling that the only reason this monster is doing anything is because it's controlled by the Wendigo. All right. So. Go for it. I. Not much I can do, is there? I got a nine! I got a nine, baby! All right, glitch time! Ugh! Um, so what would you like to do with the hex? I want uh, to send two harm towards the Wendigo. In the back of your mind, you hear, Mary, I, I can give this to you, um, but it requires me to sort of take away uh, the thing that you gave yourself. What are you talking about? Remember earlier how I said you used a spell called Absolution? Yeah. Well, you used that spell to absolve yourself and Digby of, well, any terrible things that happened in your life. That basically goes back and retroactively changes the course of your life into its perfect ideal version. Back to when you never faced the Wendigo, when things with your dad were a certain way. It's already gone. You're not in that little pocket dimension you created for yourself anymore. But your mind, it still works that way. You're still in la-la land, so to speak. And you've been pushing yourself. The more you use your powers, the more it dissolves. And if you do this, it's gone entirely. You'll remember everything. You'll have two sets of parallel memories. Fucking fine. Fine. I I want this thing gone. I don't really have much of a choice, do I? You remember what happened. You remember failing to stop the Wendigo. You remember every encounter that you had. You remember the fights with your father. You remember everything from the original run. And a little bit more that you don't know. You remember failing to defeat this Wendigo, of course. You remember breaking down in tears. But then you remember it escaping and Dakota mutating into some sort of creature and killing it, stopping it. But as soon as that happened, that creature became out of control. It went into the town of Irvana and started murdering everyone. Every single citizen was torn apart. One by one until, well, it became too much on the town. 
and everyone's minds exploded. And in that moment, you cursed Dakota's name. You cursed his memory. You cursed his existence. And as your hair went white and your eyes went dark, you essentially undid Dakota Burns from ever having existed in the first place as he was swallowed up into the ground. And that's when everything reset. That is the thing that you did. And as you come to this realization, your eyes clear up, your memories intact. How do you finish off this monster? Um... <laughs> the only thing I can think of is a very Stranger Things moment. Where she just stands there and screams at it until its head explodes. Like everyone else in town. You see it look at you. Black liquid running down its eyes as it touches a claw to it and sort of looks at its own hand as the goo overtakes it. It's now streaming out of its eye sockets. The eyeballs aren't even present anymore. They probably oozed out long ago. Where its ears are supposed to be, ooze similarly gushes out. Until finally, it attempts to plug up these holes. Pressure builds, and finally, in one great final moment, it explodes, and its body falls limply to the floor. The, uh, the monster at your uh, ankles falls limp as well. The goo uh, evaporates. How we doing, gang? Uh, Traumatized. Uh... uh... Doing just fine. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh, what do uh, What do our What do our characters do? Well, um, Digby's dying. Digby is probably like in and out of consciousness. I I'd assume. Oh, Digby, you are you life. are so fucking in and out of consciousness. It's not even funny. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. Is the first aid kit on you? Did you bring that? Did he? Uh, you know what? Let's let me uh roll roll to see if he did bring it. I feel like I for kind of forgot to mention that I would bring it, but if he has it, I don't know. This is good. I like the roll. I like the roll. Okay. Uh, let me see. It's roll sharp. Uh, thirteen. Wow. Okay. He's super. Uh, he's super. So I head. I Digby did bring that med kit with him. Yeah. It's there. I want to try and to patch up something okay. so he can at least get out of the cave with me. So how much time are you spending patching him up? 30 minutes, an hour, or an hour and 30 minutes? What? Every 30 minutes is one harm healed, right? Yep. Okay. Uh, and how much do you have? Five? I have five, yeah. Then I'll spend an hour to get him to be at least okay. Okay. You patch him up um you administer some anesthetic um just to let him like relax and let his body fall asleep um as you patch up 
most of his wounds. You apply some um, gauze to his cuts and bruises. Um, and then the bigger issue with the chest, um, you are able to wrap that up as well. Pretty pretty good. But you can still see he's he's beat up. This man's going to need some bed rest. Um, yeah. And how much... How much harm did you take? Three. Yeah, you're also feeling pretty, pretty bad. Um, not unstable. Not unstable, but like your She's arm... not worried about that right now. That fair enough. I guess the adrenaline is kind of like carrying you through it. There, there will be that's time to worry about I your thought. wounds later. Yeah. yeah. No, that's good. That's a good choice. So an hour later, Digby, you wake up inside of this cave. Uh, Mary? Hey! Uh, spoiler alert, happened? everyone's still alive. Uh, oh, thank God. Did, did, do, did you do this? The... Is... Oh, I can't think straight. Yeah, buddy. Uh, it, it, it's... It's gonna be okay. Where's Barkin? <laughs> you think he came down here? He's he's probably uh, still up on the cliffside. Oh. Uh. You wanna... You wanna get out of I here? I wanna go. Yeah. I wanna go. Okay. I might need a little help. Yeah. Well, Fair, come on. And she kind of tries to pull him up. It it hurts for both of you guys, but like it's yeah. like it's fine. It's fine. Um and you carry him up and out? Yeah. Cool. Uh as you guys emerge, you can see the full moon illuminating the rest of the quarry it's it's over finally it's it's that sort of calm that you guys hadn't experienced in that deep dark cavern still looking at its dead corpse but the first breath of fresh air is definitely nice what would you want to do after you emerge from the cave i think i can't speak for digby but i'd want to at least try to get home okay would would it be good to locate Barkin? Oh yeah. Yep. <laughs> Where would you guys look for Barkin? On above the cave where he was, I guess. We could just yell. Hey yo Yeah. What's good? <laughs> you get no response. Oh shit. Mary how long was I unconscious for? An hour, give or take, I think. I don't know, it's hard to tell. Okay. I, that's a lot of time for Barkin to make a decision, to Maybe he just went do home. something. I don't know if he's here. So you guys are sitting, like, in the mouth of the cave saying this right now? Oh god, did he turn into sure. a monster? I don't know. God damn. 
you would still be able to feel some of the gasoline like dripping off of the side of the ledge this black liquid dripping down um but you realize you hadn't been looking at it close enough it's partly black liquid and it's also partly red oh yippee uh, do we just like both notice that at the same time? Or, I mean, yeah. I'm assuming. I would. I would assume so. Yeah. We should. We should get to the top. Yeah. Rock climbing. Yay. Yippee. <laughs> yeah, I guess we're heading to the position Barkin was in. All right. And once you guys get up there, you see. Oh. Barkin without an arm as it lies five feet away from him. He has gashes all over his face and neck, and you can see he's not breathing. Okay. Several feet away Uh. from the body, you would see written in blood, I will never forgive you.